You're listening to Two Chunks and a Hunk. Movie musings for mostly everyone. Chunks and a hunk. My name is Jordan Wonders, and this week I'm your chunk. I'm Doge, and only a hunk argues for the pride of a dead man. And I'm Carter, and throw the chunk back to me. Doge, hmm. why you why am so honk, dude? Much like all of the great warriors that we've seen so far yeah. in these fighting flicks. Yeah. I am also in the midst of a battle. Yeah. Mm. I am fighting for my life against COVID, and I do have COVID twenty. I was I'm reading about the, that. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually one of the first ones to have it. It's like it's pretty wow. underground yet. I'm in the private beta. They just they rolled it out to a few of us. We're just testing it out for bugs. Should be released later this year. I think you guys are gonna love all the <laughs> brand new features that it has. Does it have widgets. Uh, I can edit text messages after I send them now. Wow, Whoa, it's crazy. the new COVID twenty. Yeah. It's wow. awesome. I can't wait for you guys to get COVID-20. Well, thanks. It's I, so cool. COVID-19, honestly, I don't know how we ever made it with just 19. I'm walking around, <laughs> I'm walking around licking doorknobs and licking handrails yeah. and bathroom stalls trying to catch this thing and I just can't for the life you of me. You have to be invited by the developers. I, oh, I have see, like a I real good I relationship with the, with the devs online. Me and them were on all the same forums. And so they sent me a oh. private invite to it. I have yeah. licked the inside and outside of a lot of flip-flops trying to get yeah. this thing. So I, I, wish I will say on. though, yeah. perhaps the greatest benefit of COVID has been... Perspective. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was visited by a truth that I, I actually don't know if it's powerful or if it's nothing. Mm. And it's a vision that came to me in a fever dream. I was on asleep on the couch yesterday running 102 fever. Shout out to the and Sandman. Good show. Shout out to the Sandman. Good show. I had I was visited upon by this dream of I had a dream that Nintendo announced that all along there has been a third Mario brother. And he's just been quietly in the shadows letting Mario and Luigi do their theme, their thing. But there's a new Mario game coming out this fall, and it is Super Mario Triplets, is what it's called. And there's a third Mario brother. Giuseppe and his, Mario. And his name is Bendicio. And Bendicio Mario wears blue shirt and blue hat, and he's got a B. So we've got red, green, and blue. And what color Bendic- is overalls, though? Also blue, just a oh, lot of blue. blue all the way down. He's blue all the way down. Phenomenal. Bendicio Mario wow. is a blue boy. Bendicio. And the best thing about Bendicio is that while Luigi and Mario shoot fireballs, you can in the new game you can use those to clear obstacles. Bendicio is a pacifist, and so he shoots clovers, and you can use those to grow vine paths to help you get to new areas. What on earth? You and dreamed in this, this? I dreamed this, and in this exact same announcement, I guess it was like a dream Nintendo Direct, they announced that <laughs> Bendicio Mario is one of the main characters of the Chris Pratt Mario movie, and he'll be played by Nick Kroll. This is too much. This so is I don't. Can we talk about how Nick Kroll would have been an infinitely better cast as Mario than Chris Pratt? I would love Nick Kroll as Luigi. I think sure. That's yeah. fun to me. Cool. Are you telling me mm. 
Chris Pratt is just going to do an Italian accent? I don't think so. I don't I know. Honestly, I don't know what it's I honestly think be. Mario's just going to be like, what's up? It's me, Mario. And I'm going to hate it. No. I think so, dude. <laughs> it's offensive either way. I think but so, But it's dude. like, yeah. it's just, in that case, just get Jared Leto because he's done <laughs> yeah. it already. Morbio. Take, then it would be Marbin time. Marbin super, time. Super Morbio. Yeah. <laughs> and Gucci. Just over the top. Over the top. I can't, I can't. Stress enough how Gu- awful Guichi. he is. He could be and Guichi. And how see if we Guichi. <laughs> well, that's enough of that. I guess we should probably talk about... Dude, I love that. I guess we should probably talk about a movie. Um, probably the third movie, technically, of our Five for Fighting. <laughs> Papa Roach, two weeks in a row. Yeah. Weird. I know. Well, <laughs> the range on that guy, honestly... Then he can be like, then he can be like, headstrong will take you never a wish better than this. When you only got a hundred years to take you on. You know? Oh, don't make him laugh. We can't make him laugh. Oh, man. Twas Papa Roach that killed the beast. <laughs> There's Twas a little Papa that killed the beast. Well, we're talking about our third movie. It's The Raid 2. The Raid, Raid 2. 2. What? Yeah. We'll line that up in post. I forgot what we do because we <laughs> didn't do it in the mini Monday. So my brain was just like, let's go. I'm a slave like, to my brain. Hold out the two because you're like, I think they should have been here. 100%. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. And it should have sounded a little something like this. The movie is called The, the Raid, Raid 2. 2. Thank you. We can just bleep the first time I say it. And then uh, all I need is a quick little synopsis noppy from my uh, good old poppy poppy. Synopsis poppy. Say that again. What do you need? A synopsis noppy from my poppy poppy. Okay, I'm glad you didn't say quick little synopsis again because the only one was written by Sony Pictures Classics. Is it a big, thick one? Oh, this is a big, thick boy. Yes. Oh, wow. Thicky. Sony Pictures Classics writes, he thought it was over. (gasps) Oh. After fighting his way out of a building filled with gangsters and madmen, a fight that left the bodies of police and gangsters alike piled in the halls, Ricky Jakarta cop Rama thought it was done and he could resume a normal life. He couldn't have been more wrong. Formidable though they may have been, Rama's opponents in that fateful building were nothing more than small fish swimming in a pond much larger than he ever dreamed possible. And his triumph over the small fry has attracted the attention of the predators farther up the food chain. My gosh. We're halfway through. Yes. His family at risk. Rama has only one choice to protect his infant son and wife. He must go undercover to enter the criminal underworld himself and climb through the hierarchy of competing forces until it leads him to the corrupt politicians and police pulling the strings at the top of the heap. And so Rama begins a new odyssey of violence, a journey that will force him to set aside his own life and history and take on a new identity as the violent offender Yuda. In prison, he must gain the confidence of Uko, the son of a prominent gang kingpin, to join the gang himself, laying his own life on the line in a desperate all-or-nothing gambit to bring the whole rotten enterprise to an end. So t- yeah. three, three things rapid fire. I'm pretty sure it's Ucho. I was saying Uko Ucho? too, but I'm pretty sure it's Ucho. Is it Ucho. Ucho? So that's number one. Number two, too long. Sony Pictures Too classics. long, but also stopped like a third of the way in. Number number three, pretty good synopsis, Sony Pictures. Pretty I mean, good it's too long. Pictures classics. It's too long, yeah. but it's powerful. That's a very they spent, good synopsis. It's, 
it's they're running a 5K and they sprinted the first 150 mm-hmm. yards. And then my like, this super, is actually all I got. <laughs> yeah. My super dump. Oh, here we go. Okay. It, it's just too perfect in the current scenario. Sure. It's, we just said, hey, great synopsis. Too long. Mm. I personally think the raid two is too long. I think it- I agree. Hey, I Carter, this is my it, super dump as well. I think it sprints at the pace of a recognition and acknowledgement of all the good things it did and look at all the better things it can do with more money yep. from, from the raid redemption. Except make it simple. Yep. The, yeah. all, everything that was too long about this movie was like being in the club with the two karaoke slash, you know, ladies of the night. It's like, we don't need that much time to see that this criminal also is on edge and could lose his mind at any moment. Yeah. We really don't need the fluff. I couldn't believe that it was two and a half hours. I know. After the first one was just barely over 90 minutes long. It's just kind of like, we didn't, we didn't need that much more. Now, granted, again, it's like what we said about the synopsis. It's good. It's really good. Yeah. But it's too long. I agree. Yeah. I think you cut 30 minutes off of this, no problem. Cut out I a lot of fluff. I think it is, it is over long by 100%. I think this is two hours and 30 minutes. That's 150 minutes. I think we could go 75 minutes. Uh, I think I don't you go think hour so. and a half, maybe. Cut an hour off. I don't think so. I, I think that this, and, and, and I only say that because this movie is reaching for something a little bit grander than the raid one. So I think it does need more of the setup. So like the structure of this movie is very much like there's a fight coming, but you need to know how we got there. So here's how we're going to set it up. Right. And then there are also little bits of like, you got to understand how bad of a dude Ucho is and how bad of a dude Bejo is and how bad of a, you know, you got to set these things up. I think all of those things can be cut in half. Yeah, but it, were we to leave the primo action stuff and do half the setup, half of the character development, I still think you wrap at about two hours, but it's a much tighter two. I just think if you cut this whole movie in half, you're going to have to sacrifice some action, which is like peak. Yeah, and I think maybe I guess my my assertion that you could cut it in half probably stems from my super dump for this movie. We'll go ahead and get it all out of the way right now. Wow is that I think this is a good movie and I think it is a pretty bad sequel to The Raid because I think this movie carries almost nothing of what I enjoyed about The Raid forward into this one. Sure. Because to me, I think I'm sold on The Raid and I feel like a lot of audiences are sold on The Raid as like, this is this self-contained, it's very simple. It's diehard. It's you're stuck in this building. You have to get in and then get out. And this is... Not that in any way. When we started in the prison, I was like, okay, cool. It's going to be like Die Hard 2 is Die Hard in an airport, right? So maybe this is the raid in a prison, which I would love. And then we're out of the prison 30 minutes in and it becomes The Departed. And it's like, man, that is not at all what I signed up for or was really hoping for this to be. I still enjoyed it, but I had to 30 minutes in really, really recalibrate of like, oh, this is not two and a half hours of really tight, self-contained Mm-hmm. action. Sure. This is going to be a little bit more involved than that. Yeah. And it's not that I don't think our director isn't capable of trying to have some more departed elements. And I think when we no. say the departed, sometimes we talk about just the interweaving of relationships yeah. and uh, subversions of expectation and things like well, that. Well, it's guy it's undercover just where the risk is yeah. monumental. It's just there wasn't, the departed isn't departed too. Like it, it's, right. it's not, 
Yeah. It just goes in and, and we just get what we get. And then we, right. we yeah. get into well, that comfy seat and stay there. Let's make The Departed, but it's a sequel to Die Hard. Yeah. Sure. How do you do that? Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, How do you put that, John McClane in Die Hard? Sure. I, or in Departed. I just think that, and this is just my read on it. So take it or leave it. Feel free. But we've also I, dumped first. So don't. I just don't think that's what this is, was, or was ever intended to be as some sort of like true continuation of the raid. I think the raid at its right. core was always. We know, we know it wasn't. Right. Yeah. That's a great point. Yeah. It was, this is the, this is the dream movie that right. he wanted but to the, make. The seams are very obvious. Sure. Retrofitted to be a part of a sequel to the raid sure. is so obvious and it, it doesn't really fit because it's not the same thing. Um, the important is, parts are- It's the same choreography. Right. It's the same type of action and right. the same stylized type of choreography. But I would say this is not the same thing as the raid. Sure. So let me, let me, let me spit for you. So I'll, I'll, I'll be very upfront. Uh, just, I felt like this was probably going to happen just based on some, some other stuff. So this, this movie to <laughs> me is- What specifically? Um, he, didn't want, he didn't want to get into it on, you know, he didn't want to broadcast <laughs> No, I was just going to say, phrasing during our Raid conversation, I could tell that where this was headed was, and it's so much better than Raid 2 or whatever, like the general vibe was. Yeah. So I'm going to be the Raid 2 apologist of the episode. That's great. Um, Because to me and for what I'm watching these movies for, this is the better version of everything except tension. The only thing this movie lacks is the tension of the first one. And to me, they're super different. So here's, here's how I'm consuming the raid too. And it, this clicked for me very quickly. Um, this, the raid two is like if Quentin Tarantino directed the departed and I don't mean anything weird by that, but like the weird vignette, like all the feet. Yeah. Yeah. They just, we spend so much time looking at feet, the weird, like vignette storytelling of like, cool down, build up to this fight. And then boom, cool down, yeah. build up. And there's this, this totally. weirdness to the characters that I adore. Like this weirdness of baseball bat dude and hammer girl. And oh, we'll talk about them. Curved we'll talk knife about them. guy. And like we get the all assassin. these- assassin. Yeah, dude, we get all these weird quirky yeah. characters that come together. They're, this they're movie anime is, characters. They are. And this movie is so much more colorful. It's more brightly lit. So the fighting, you can see it a little bit more. Um, this movie just strikes me as like, an answer, an action answer to Quentin Tarantino in a really fun way. Um, and I just like, if, if I'm watching one of these, it's this one. I agree with all of that. I think I'm just saying that it is, this is not at all like, this feels like uh, the beginning of a different sentence than, than the rage sure. is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is a different, just such a different thing. And it's, it was tricky for me watching them back to back on the same week to watch the raid and say, okay, this is what this franchise is. Mm -hmm. And then the second installment, they go, actually, it's not that. It's just, it's something else now, which is fine. Yeah. Is it alien to aliens at all to you? Like, do you understand what, what I'm getting at there? Yeah, I, I do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, what's different though is we have a different director. Uh, like that, that plays a big difference sure. to me. Sure. Yeah, yeah, the overall vibe for sure. Terminator like, to Terminator uh, 2. Yeah. Gareth, Gareth Evans, is that correct? Mm -hmm. Is that the name yeah. of our director? So something that's interesting about him going from the raid, uh, I really enjoyed the raid too. It, it did what it was supposed to do in terms for me personally of giving me an affinity to raid one. Sure. Man, raid one was also so good. But then I was like, but raid one was different. And then I was like, man, I hope that Gareth Evans, he can keep, I, I know he wants to make movies like raid two. He wants to keep making movies like raid two. I hope he doesn't forget 
the magic of Raid 1. And I hope someday down the road in his library, he does another vibe like that. So it goes he, back to simple. What I, I think he got rich and got his toys. Yeah. And, and I don't want him to get lost. Yeah. So what I read is that he actually does not want to make another Raid 2. And that like he's kind of, people have been clamoring for Raid 3 and he's basically just like, maybe, maybe someday, but yeah. I made two really excellent movies and I'm going to make something different now. And I think his, I'm really interested in watching. His projects are exciting. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. This new movie he's got coming up with Tom Hardy. Sounds, Tom Hardy's perfect for this. It's, it's, right the basic, up my it's the same vibe. It's basically, yeah. I think the way they describe it is like, this character is fighting through horde of blank. Yep. And she's like, great, cool, cool. Sign great. Me up. Tom's perfect for that. 100%. He's perfect for that. Absolutely perfect for that. Um, I Something I really, really love to see is, um, and we've talked about this before, there's something about when you can tell that somebody's getting to make the movie they've wanted to make for a long time. It's always yeah. exciting. Yeah. And to you me, can tell something's a passion project. It doesn't get any clearer in this movie than Avatar. Yeah. <laughs> than uh, the prison fight in the mud. Oh my gosh. That's the thing. It started, this, this movie has so many wonderful moments, yeah. almost more than I can count. But boy, it starts strong and it almost started too strong. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Like nothing it almost else quite lives like, up. Yeah. yeah you, don't want, sure. you don't want that in an action movie. Yeah. I remember us talking about this in RRR when I was like, wait, the first time we meet Ram Raju, he, he literally fights 2,000 people. <laughs> the, first the first time, time we time see we, Beam, he's holding a tiger back. Right. With two he's reps. holding a tiger back. But then they gave us Megazord friendship. <laughs> yes. Spinning <laughs> wheel of death. Right. And then I was like, oh, but wait, there's 40 minutes left. But then they became deities. Yeah. It's like, oh, great. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> so the way this one started, I was like, ooh, be careful. Because when mm-hmm. I, I, I was surprised too, Doge. And it might've been a descriptor from Jordan. He was like, hey, it's basically raid, but in prison. I don't know if he said that exactly, but when they left prison, I was like, oh, burn. Oh. I, thought, I thought all of our guys were going to be in prison and keep coming in. And then somehow Rama knocks them out. But prison's wonderful. Mm. Being in that stall, yeah. waiting for a horde of people. Ooh. Using the stall's dimensions to fight better because oh, so you good. can't have more than one or two people in there at a time. Brilliant. <laughs> It's so good. Yeah, it's wonderful. my exact Dark Souls strategy of smack, <laughs> smack one, step into the hallway and force them to a choke point so I can fight There's one at a time. There's something about hallways and kudos yeah. to <clears throat> this, this fight for fighting is all of our stunt coordinators out there and fight coordinators, God bless you. Your mm-hmm. names aren't high enough on the list of Agreed. people involved Agreed. in these films. It, man, Daredevil, I'm so glad it's coming back. I hope they keep yes. that vibe. But Netflix is Daredevil when he... That kind of close proximity choreography is brilliant. They've somehow made it look organic as if this is the first and only time it's happened. You know it's a dance. Mm-hmm. You know that there were so yeah. many moments that these guys didn't punch you exactly where they were supposed to. This, this feels like an exhausting movie to make. Oh, my goodness. So um, I actually read that they were punching basically full force and eating these hits a lot in this movie and that uh, Gareth Evans recommended that the principal actors all lived and trained together for six months before filming so that they would be friends so that when somebody accidentally takes one to the face, they don't want to kill the other person. <laughs> yeah, that's smart. Goodness gracious. Mercy. What a commitment. Yeah. And that, that's why I'm so impressed with um, Aiko Uwais and uh, Yayan Ruhian, who play in this movie, Rama and Prokoso, but they're also the fight choreographers. Um, I'm so impressed with them 
the, it is, it's like a dance. That's a really great way of describing it. There is an artistry to the way they move that if it wasn't, if it didn't involve also watching a dude get his jaw ripped open. <laughs> Don't think we didn't see that one. <laughs> You'd be like, this is weirdly mm, beautiful. Mercy me. Oh my mercy. It, it Brutal. It's brutal. It really is. It is. I have discovered that anything about stabbing knees for me hey, is just like hey, a big nope. It's no the stab what. and drag for me. It's oh, the stab that's and drag. What does it? Oh, yeah. It oh. happens in both movies. It happens three times in Raid yeah. 2. The stab up at the high part of the leg or down at the knee and then drag to the opposite end. Every time I, I out loud go, oh, every time. Ugh. And yet it, I find it so effective at putting me in the right headspace of like, yucky, no punches. No, 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 no. Yeah, 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 the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the way that the, the fight choreography works in tandem with the, the actual blocking of the cinematography, mm-hmm. the way that the camera is pretty constantly orbiting full 360 degrees around the action. Yeah. Did you guys read? I mean, they did this in the first raid as with well. The they have the lighting crew. They basically are treating the lights like they're boom mics and they're holding them over and everybody's moving around. It's so like the mic and the light. <laughs> and oh the camera guy are having to like just orbit <laughs> around. So sick, dude. It's incredible. Some of the camera work in this is phenomenal. I'm sure we'll yeah. talk about the the GoPro like we passed through will. all of the cars and stuff. But yeah, dude. It's just so it's fun. So in this prison fight in the mud, we get, and this is, this is when I first was like, oh, this is different in a way that I like from the raid, which is Ucho gets knocked out. And when he gets dragged off screen, it's very like, gung gung. And he's just gone. And that's when I started to get these vibes of like, oh, this is, this is the more stylized answer to the raid one. The the violence here is graphic and brutal, but it is turned up to eleven in such a way that it's so over the top that it's almost like comic booky. The yeah, way people I mean, are just getting slaughtered. I mean, the did you read the body count of this movie? <laughs> it's got no, the raid is. one. The body count is like I think it's like one hundred seventy. Yeah, this movie is three hundred twenty one. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, it's wild. Completely. It's wild. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a difference between playing in your room and playing in your backyard. Right. There's just, there's something to be said about the space. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's just so many new different things that we can do. And I think the environment, if anything, it felt like this big deep breath in that was like, oh, finally, or deep breath out that was like, I have all this space. Because it is bigger. It is definitely a bigger movie in mm-hmm. many, many, many ways. Mm-hmm. And so as much as I was bummed to leave the prison, I end up being like, okay, well, if that means we get this, then okay. Fine. Sure. And there, there's, there's a lot more room to stretch the legs as a movie maker, I believe, here. Um, specifically when we go to the sort of like makeshift porn studio to fight that guy. When he dives through the window and flips forward and our camera rotates yeah, cool. with him to land upside down, there wasn't anything oh. like that in the raid one, partially because of budget and like size constriction, I imagine. Yeah. Um, but we, I don't know. There's just a little more creativity in this movie. The cinematography in this one to me is an uh, in, enormous step up yep. from the raid. I yeah. agree. I agree. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I would say like, this is this, this is a situation where the story to me is like serviceable. It's not why you turned the movie on. It's fine. It's over, over long. Like it's bloated for sure. But- can I tell you who I really like? Yeah. Ucho. Like that yeah. actor is really good. I find him smarmy and gross, and, but like clearly on purpose. And yeah. I, I think I would like to see him in more stuff. He's interesting to me. The way he was edited 
like the the makeup he's wearing, just the perfect bone structure. There were times that he just felt like a character from a cutscene in a video game. Yeah, he real, which was fun. He just seemed real different, but he he was great. There were times I thought he was overacting, but then I don't For I don't sure. even know if you get to really do that in a Gareth Evans movie, right? Yeah, you know, yeah, because so. then because then what do you say about give me back my ball? That was a big mistake. Like, what do you say about that? It's so it's just so. Um, Oh, I'll tell you what I say about that later on in this sure. episode. I bet, I bet you will. Yeah, I bet you will. There is something vaguely John Wicky about having our assassins become caricatures in a way Bullet that I does really it too. enjoy. Yeah, 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 big time. Yeah, it very much. Baseball Boy and Hammer Girl felt like they would have stepped onto the train. Yeah, one bullet train to go fight Brad Pitt, and I think 100%. that's really spectacular. Um, I also want to say. Shout out to the soundtrack again here. Um, there's quite a bit of Nine Inch Nails used in this movie. Trent, Trent Reznor was a huge fan of the Raid <clears throat> 1. And uh, cool. frequently when it first released posted about, hey, fans of Nine Inch Nails, go check out this movie. It owns. And Gareth Evans reached out and asked if they could use Ghosts. Uh, I think it's Ghosts number 13 from the Ghosts 1 through 14 album. Um, <laughs> and... <laughs> Trent Reznor was like, yep, yeah, take it. Please Why you do it. sure can. Uh, and I just think that, I don't know, man, the the vibes, the vibes of this movie are fun. Like this movie is fun in a way that the Raid 1 isn't. And I think that's why I love it like that <laughs> much more than the Raid 1. The Raid 1 is like a thriller, whereas this is like a gangster drama, but it's also like weird and quirky and strange in ways that I find really endearing. Um, that give a lot of like personality to this movie. It, does that yeah. make sense? Like effort, effort in more uh, variables of like character characterization. Sure. Like yeah. we're putting more people in there to try and kind of get to know more about them. Because even with our crew of twenty of the police officers, they're red shirts basically. I mean, yeah. I mean, many of them expendable. are gone from the sniper yeah. boys, mm-hmm. and so it's it's really like three or four, and then we get the exact same on the opposite side. So like seven people. That yeah, we follow mm-hmm. their personalities, but this has way, way more triple. It's a lot wider. Yeah, yeah. Is there other than the obvious that I'm sure we'll get to? Is there a particular like smaller scale fight scene that really, really stands out in your brains in this movie? <clears throat> Here's the thing. I'll, I'll super. I'll, I'll super pump now. Okay. I'll super pump. I'll, I'll super pump. Um, <laughs> is my super pump is the background of this movie. Something so fun, and and you can have the specific scene where Rama is in the car, and the other guy that that he helped get away, who's like the only lackey left in that building that hasn't just been turned on near the end of our movie. Mm -hmm. We see the car in the background coming to hit the car that Rama is in. Wonderful thing about the raid, too, is that there is always, we saw it from the moment of the prison, there is always something to watch in every single inch of the frame. yeah. And I think that's brilliant because I think that can get really, really messy. But this was like, it heightened the rewatchability. Mm-hmm. And it was like, shoot, I mean, great. This guy's out of the way, but you, did you just see that guy back there pick up a bat? Like he's going to have to deal <laughs> with, have to to deal with yeah, that later. Yeah. The background added to the tension for me. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, because sometimes we'll just have background. Like I think you get it in war movies, especially like medieval, to where it's like, okay, here's the two fighting. We know for sure. No one else is in this fight. It's almost like we kind of gave them this like ring of protection mm-hmm. that maybe there's a yeah. there's a 
a, another body that's just kind of laying around, but it's inanimate and we're, it's not going to fight back. But in here, it's just like, I have no idea. I have to keep, it made me feel like I was in the middle of it. Like I, it feels more realistic to be like, okay, it's not just a one for one. I could have multiple people on, on me all at once. So the background fighting of the movie is my favorite thing about the movie. Hmm. Everything that's going on. That's cool. I think that's, a, I think that's a very interesting perspective on it. I hadn't really thought about it that way, but I mean, having just watched it twice in two weeks, I will say I noticed <laughs> a lot of that stuff the second time. Like, That's why for me, it's like, what's one of your favorite like smaller? I'm like, I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah because right. it's just, yeah. I can't place it all no, all the time. That's a, that's, a great, that's a great point that I didn't think about. <laughs> it's really cool. I have a question huh. about this movie and uh, I, didn't, I didn't get too hung up on it because like, it's the raid. But uh, how'd that club clear out so fast to fight Procoso? You know, I thought it was, I mean, clearly I think what they were trying to do is let us know that it cleared out super fast. Yeah. It only took him looking down. I thought it was with how more creative and artsy we were with some of our scenes. I thought it was, he, he stared for so long. Yeah, yeah. That he That's what I thought. I, yeah. I'm watching through Better Call Saul right now. I thought it was very similar a similar editing trick to like the car wreck that happens in Better Call Saul. Sure. Where it's just like, oh, this person clearly zoned out for this length of time. Yeah. No, that's a good, that's a great point. That's what I interpreted too. I just didn't know if I missed something that you guys caught of like, I didn't know if there was a point where everybody's like, hey, we should probably get out of here or something like that. <laughs> Look, I think they're about to fight that little dude upstairs. So maybe we should, <laughs> maybe we should roll out. Boy, it really threw me that he's not Mad Dog in this. Same. Yeah, I... Had the blessing. You could have convinced me Mad Dog wasn't dead, even after sure. the death toll. <laughs> yeah. Even after he got drained of all of his life sap. Yeah. <laughs> this is his brother, Sad Dog. <laughs> kind of, dude. He's a, I'm he's a sad It could have worked. Mad Dog is sad. Dog. His, this is Sad Dog. His fight in the club was my vote for smaller scale fight that still owns complete yeah. bones. Oh, when yes. he died, like- Ending when he dies outside right. of snow. Yeah, beginning yeah. with him realizing the club is empty. Man, there's something about watching an OG because we know this yeah, guy's for career sure. for sure. There's something about being like, okay, let him do I his get thing. it. Yeah, yeah, I get it. There's there's a little bit something different. There's flashy elements to it. It's not exactly what our younger guy can do that helps us choreograph, choreograph but he helps us like choreograph. Choreograph. <laughs> Hey, the only thing I want to choreograph is the beautiful dance, the give and take, the ancient art, the sweet science of Shout Now. Hey, Chunkies, we're going to jump straight into shout announcements and try something new. We've done about 400 and 500 episodes. I think these boys are capable, even the one who's kind of half a boy, or is he one and a half a boy? We're going straight into shout announcements, and I'm going to start by saying you should tune in next week for Ip Man. We're going to watch Ip Man next week. If you like some of this martial art proximity that we have here for the raid, just get ready. Put your guns away and grab your pointy things and your blunt things. I don't think I've mm. seen all, all of it all the way through, so I can't tease it too much because I could be making promises <laughs> that I can't keep. Oh, y'all remember, remember Donnie Yin? He's, he's in back. It. Ip Man <laughs> next week as we come into the final lap of Five for Fighting. This, this shout announcement has the energy of a man who's got plans at 6.15. <laughs> Let's try to keep Doge alive. Jump on Patreon. 
Make sure I spend the last one hour of my life podcasting. Please. <laughs> Jump on Patreon. We got cool stuff. We got a Discord. You're going to love it. Lots of conversation. Box office ball. We got bonus episodes. Just get there. I don't. I mean, just get there. I have COVID, so you have to do what I say. <laughs> Back to the show. Great review. <laughs> <laughs> For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here's the deal. It's not even my super pump. And yet the car chase in this movie is one of the coolest car fight chase scenes I've ever seen in my life. <sighs> Guys, we watched John Malkovich and Nick Cage half expletive their way through a fire truck in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> yep. What a lazy, what lazy movie making. I found myself angry <laughs> at other filmmakers when I said this you this is but we could have been doing this the this? whole time yeah dude Con Air could have been great too <laughs> <laughs> you know it's not that me? different than the start it's not <laughs> there there is when we do our dollhouse trick from up above is there a name for that type of shot like a crane shot or something like up above yeah, I don't know we cut like specifically like where the top of a building or where a car it doesn't exist off. kind of a thing yeah, yeah, yeah I don't know I, I love it Gareth Evans, Wes Anderson, Masters. Yes. It's like the inverse Vince Gilligan, where it's like at the bottom of everything is transparent for Vince Gilligan. Yeah, Vince Gilligan's like, you're going to watch this scene from inside their sweet tea on the table. And then (laughs) Gareth Evans is like, roof, no roof. There's no roof here. No roof The top-down shot of them, of Rama fighting four dudes in this car, one in every seat, throwing people through doors, Ah, dude, when he shreds that dude's like Achilles on the broken glass on the window, no, I, uh, I, uh, I, I dry heaved. I dry heaved uh-uh. on my couch. I said, uh-uh. it, it, the shot. We can yeah, talk, let's talk, let's about, talk the about the shot. Let's talk about the shot. The one that goes inside three different cars. Uh, I'm sure we all read on the trivia how like, how they pulled that off. Did you go, have you seen the behind the scenes shot of it? I have it's seen cool the shot of it. Actual spirit from another it's dimension. It's very cool. It's a GoPro, yeah? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if super, it's a GoPro, cool. but it is on a stick of some kind that they are physically passing. The yeah. passenger seat of the second car is a cameraman in a costume. So they shot, they shot most of the movie on much nicer cameras than on the Raid. They shot a lot of this on the Raid Epic and uh, on the Red Epic and the Red Scarlet. But they did shoot the car chase. I think I that was that a GoPro for sure. GoPro Makes like sense. four or whatever. When then. you know that that, that would be guy, my only. That's my only nitpick with that. Is like. Boy, that looks like a GoPro. So my my only nitpick continues that, which is once you know that the passenger seat of that car is a cameraman in a costume, boy, howdy, it sure looks like a cameraman in a costume. But I, <laughs> I didn't know, so I missed it. I Good. I assume that's what they hope for. I don't care because it's such an ambitious shot. So yes. the, second, the second cameraman is on 
So I believe there's somebody on roller skates. Uh-huh. I believe that there is somebody in a <laughs> hammock attached to the side of a car. And then there's somebody waiting, leaning out the window of a car ready to receive. Like, it is ambitious. We sign all the waivers yeah. here. Yeah, for real. For all real, the waivers real, here. Real. It is just the only f- car fight scene I can think that even comes close is Deadpool. Like the <laughs> yeah. first Deadpool yeah. when he punches all the dudes inside the car, which feels Raid-inspired just by the eye. Yeah. Um, it, it, that scene, I think the car chase scene is indicative of what I love about Raid 2 so much. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, you go, Gareth. Do whatever. I don't care. Do it. Make yeah. it tight. Give it a shot. That's all I want. And it's yeah. so yeah. effective here. Um, I At the risk of Chris Farleying, Doge, I want to know your super pump so badly because I think yeah. it's oh, going to be, it I know what it is, but you know what I mean. I want, I'm ready to hear you talk it's, about it. It's a baseball bat boy and hammer girl. Yeah. Because to me, tell me everything that, about them. That is the epinephrine shot of adrenaline, of character, of mm-hmm. color that I sure wish the rest of this movie had. Sure. Uh, I found myself having a heart, and it's, it is because my brain is riddled with the fever that I, uh, <clears throat> I, I did find myself just like zoning out during any scene where people were talking. Yeah, I was just like, sure. okay, like I get it. Like, I'm here for the action. And so anytime action came, my ears stood up. Totally. And I was like, oh, interesting. Cool. I'm in 100%. I'm in. Car fight scene, I'm in. And then when we talk for like 30 minutes after that, I'm out again. I'm kind of bored I want to be this. clear that we don't talk for 30 minutes after the car fight scene. Specific. You know what I mean, though. No, I'm with you. I'm there, <laughs> this, this movie, uh, I think, is structured like very loose hanging telephone wires. Big time. Where it's like there's a peak and then a big dip down where the slack is and then peak again. Uh, but there's a lot of peaks, so it's overall pretty good. Mm-hmm. But when we're introduced to Baseball Bat Boy and Hammer Girl, that's the movie Bats I feel off, like this man. could have been. Yeah. Where it's like, oh my goodness, this is so interesting. This Dude. is the creative freshness, the hyper violence that I, oh my goodness, this is why I clicked the raid too. This is everything that I mm-hmm. wanted this to be. Hammers are a cruel, cruel melee weapon. Oh my goodness. Dude, so are the Dude. sounds of the baseball bat. None of these bat cuts are cracks. You know that is just gnarly. It's she horrible. gives zero. She pops that dude in the she, chin. It comes up in his mouth. rips and rips of everybody. No. And they've all got tetanus probably. <laughs> tetanus they gotta go get shots sure. if they survive. They gotta get and a shot. I don't even know if you can use those hammers anymore after that. They Single use work. hammers. She's got disposable, disposable hammer. When when Bat Guy, which by the way, I love that he drags it. Yeah. If you talk yeah. about Dark Souls <laughs> for five, real, Jordan, yeah, that's it right time, there. Time. That he drags it everywhere. When he just takes out a baseball I and those know. guys are far away. I know. <laughs> he's my guy. I he's not he gonna might, do it. He's I not gonna. I think he might kill. I think he's gonna try and kill somebody from that far off. <laughs> and then he super duper See, does. He definitely mm-hmm. does. That's the thing for me where I was like, okay, this is what I, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's I don't want to be. Tarantino stuff. Yes. Right. That's, I don't want to be gloom and doom about the rest of the movie because it's not bad, but it's like in these moments, it's like, oh, could it have been this the whole time? Could all our action sequences have been this? Like super creative, super weird. Because Jordan, I didn't get the, the weirdness and quirkiness that you're talking about. I don't get Oh, Outside really? of baseball, okay. Bat Boy, and Hammer Girl. See, I, I want to hear what your thoughts are. I, uh, for me, it's through the whole movie, just colorful here. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I just think I could have used more weird, because sure. we talked earlier about Baseball Bat Boy and Hammer Girl. It felt like they could have got on the train and bullet train, right? I think we needed, for me, to com- to combat how overlong and bloated this movie is, mm-hmm. I think we need to, our telephone poles need to be a little higher than they are for me to to really, really be an apologist for it. Mm. Uh, I did love it. I did enjoy it. But I think if we had had more, like we don't really get to see the assassin very much. And when we do, he doesn't necessarily use his Dr. Grant velociraptor claws yeah, very he often. <clears throat> he waits for the end of the movie, which is is fine. I mean, and I know I super pumped Mad Max for doing that very thing last week. Uh, but if we had just had, I think, more enforcers for the various mobs or something, sure. just a little more boss rush feeling or just... You know, we have Baseball Bat Boy, we have Hammer Girl, we have Assassin with his claws. Like, can we have other, like, more interesting, weird, quirky stuff? Just watch Jujutsu Kaisen, bro. This is what you want. Anime is full of this. That's why I said it feels like anime to me. Is It is full of these people that it is like, we are going to try and do the most twisted, interesting thing. Mm -hmm. And this is how they kill you. It's just like, you would love it, man. Yeah, I, for me, the the creativity, I, I totally hear you. And, and I think that, I think that I, I wonder how much of this is suffering too, how much of my expectations are suffering from coming off of RRR, which is like the, one of the weirdest, most hyper stylized things yes. that I've ever seen. Yes. Coming off of Mad Max, which features prominently the Doof Warrior, sure. my hero. Sure. Your and dad, then knowing man. that in a few weeks we're going to be watching Kingsman, which is like very much stylized baseball bat boy and hammer girl or could be in that movie too. Yeah. I wonder if it's a comparison thing. It, it definitely can't help it. You know, like it's definitely not aiding your opinion of the raid to right. have it next to so many things that are similar and not similar and whatever. But right. for, for me, um, and I'll, I'll super pump here to kind of bring it on home and tie it all together. But for me- the mud fight is so unique. So unlike anything I've ever seen on such a grand scale. So the prison mud fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the things like the sprinting on the table. There, there, there are these, there are these little things where the room, the space, the fight is used so creatively and it is very dancey. Carter, I think that's a great way of saying it. This movie feels like, is it, is it my favorite dances I've ever watched? No, but it might be the most skillful dance I've ever watched. And in the middle of the skillful dancing are these weird, quirky, fun things. And yeah, 100%, there are some better than others. Um, but at its core, so for, for my super pump is honestly like the last 20 minutes of the movie. Like the final confrontation all the way up to Rama declaring, knife I'm fight in the kitchen is It is bananas. a like six so and a half minute knife fight in the kitchen. Starts out stark white no soundtrack, just grunts and swings and the swishing of clothes as they miss and connect and punch. And by the end of it, the room is covered in bright red and the soundtrack is screaming at you and you're out of breath just watching it. And it's got to be the most artfully grotesque fight scene I've ever seen in my whole life. Did you see it took them eight days to shoot that scene? Goodness gracious, for six minutes of film. It is outrageous but even leading up to that we've got the confrontation with baseball bat boy and uh hammer girl in the hallway when he kills baseball bat boy and the bat is is embedded yeah, in his jaw yeah dude yeah yeah dude <laughs> yeah big time 
Yeah. All I have is questions about Baseball Bat Boy and Hammer Girl. If he announced a, a yeah, prequel why does she about have those two people, like I would that. say fine. Um, the fight in there, the fight with Ucho for the shotgun in the room where he finally kills him and then is confronted by, great, cool, you took out the mafia. Here's the Japanese mafia. They're now here. they want, yeah. I assume the question was, do you want to work for us? Um, at the very end, you can't hear it because of the soundtrack, but the ending of this movie, the final 20 minutes are like, um, candy to me, like so perfect and sweet and delicious and good. Um, it's everything I want in an action movie is the final 20 minutes of this. And there's, there's, like you said, there's peaks throughout the rest of the movie that are my exact flavor stuff. I really enjoy, but this, the final 20 minutes of this are perfect. You just can't convince me that there's a flaw with the last 20 minutes of this movie. It is perfect. To me, um, it's so fun. I just think that this movie. Did a you blast. think he was going to say he he's out or like? Well, I guess we didn't even really know what their question was. That's what I'm saying. I think the question. I I assume that the question is, uh, oh, dude, you took out this entire building. Do you want to work for us now? I think they were like, "Are you finished killing the guy with the scary knives?" And he was like, "Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. Finish. I finished killing. Can him. I go home now? He's I'm dead. Finished. It's just like there will be blood. Yep. He drinks their milkshake and then it's all over." But um, yeah, do we have do we have any other points to drive home real quick before we rate this bad girl? Um, we gotta pick a fighter, don't we? Yeah. Oh, we let's have, have that discussion. We gotta five. pick a fighter, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. So my pick is Rama. I, I still say Mad Dog because Mad Dog is the only person in any of these movies that Rama was not able to defeat. Rama would not have been able to defeat him without the help of his brother Andy. Rama beat everybody else ending in a one-on-one fight. Hmm. Yeah. I would say that too. I think something that starts to happen, we're going from an interpersonal relationship to a small group relationship when we go from two to three. And I'm really trying to look at the dynamic of these five working together. (laughs) And I think we need a wild card. And I think Ram Raju gives us what Rama would already give us again. Yeah. Does that make sense? I don't think so. I do. But I'm I'm still yeah. I'm still on the Mad Dog side because you need to have somebody. I don't know. Mad Dog feels like the guy in the crew, and again, we still don't have two fifths of it. Who, if someone has to stay back and fight their way through this, the Duncan Idaho, so that everyone else can be safe. Sure, you know, bore me. Are we way picking through. Mad, Mad Dog, Dog or are we picking Procoso? Because technically, we should be picking from the Raid Two exclusively because. It's five for fighting, not six for fighting. I guess the raid's not part of our series, is it? It is, and it's just a little nice little bonus. So if we're picking, it needs to be Procoso, not Mad Dog. I don't want Sad Dog. I don't want Sad Dog. That feels like we're splitting hairs. All right. Feels like we're following Doge, the rules going on Hammer Girl? Me. I'm kidding. Yeah, you want Hammer Girl? Let's get Hammer Girl. <laughs> no. I just don't uh, understand. I, mean, I think it's so super interesting that you guys don't respect Rama or the actor that portrays him. That's super weird. But I mean, I get it. No, I, I get it. It's like tough to, it's tough to respect somebody who's at the top of their game. No, I'm, I'm cool to do Mad Dog. That's fine with me. <laughs> we can do Rama. I literally, I literally, th- Carter, I literally <laughs> just said, let's do Mad Dog. Great. We got Mad Dog. We got Mad Dog. We're sort of falling backwards into the five-man band archetype from TV Tropes with our five for fighting at the end. Are you saying like, are you already giving them instruments? (laughs) No. Oh. You know what? Five-man band. Because Mad Dog is the drummer for sure. Sure, yeah. Mad Dog is an animal from the Muppets if his his instrument was fighting. It obviously has to be either Rama or 
Mad Dog, Procosa, whatever you want to call him. It sucks. Yeah. I wish Hammer Girl was featured a little more prominently because we could make a strong argument for her because I think we might end up with an all-male fighting crew at the end. No, but we have Furiosa. Furiosa. Duh. Idiot. From last week. Easy. I don't need any more girls. Yeah. As long as there's one girl, I'm fine. <laughs> one girl is just fine. <laughs> oh, no, we're five, set. Five-man band is like- Worked for Evanescence. Basically a great- <laughs> Wait, we <laughs> worked for why, no doubt. Why Evanescence? Why was that your first no, thought? Evanescence is no always idea. Carter's first thought. That's the thing you need to know about him. <laughs> uh, uh. So should we rate? Doge, I think you were. Yeah, I thought Doge was saying something. Oh, five man band. He's going to explain five man. Oh, gone. yeah, it's just a group of archetypes okay. that's typically like if you have a team. It's like in a lot of fantasy stories too. So it's like uh, there's a like leader, a, there's a wild card, there's a sniper from the distance, there's like that kind of thing. Leader, Lancer, smart guy, big guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. the foil to the leader. Yeah. That happens cool. in heist movies too. It does. I, that's what's so fun about Ocean's Eleven. There's a tangent, but like they call it out and they're specifically like, we got to yeah. have one of these. Anywho, let's rate this movie using the scientific cinema skill, which is perfect and as follows. The best thing we could ever say about a movie is own it. Don't lend it. Buy that poster. The next best thing is buy it. It's followed by rent it and then stream it. After that is forget it. And last but certainly least, the worst thing we could ever say about a movie. God hath forsaken us. I'm buying the poster for the raid too. It is, I could start it again, like right now. I don't know why. It's just such a spectacle for me. Like, so, like, I just get so revved up by watching all five foot six of Aiko Uai smack down on some dudes. Yeah. This is, this is adrenaline. This is predator. This is, there's no, there's no nutritional value to the reason I love this thing. Yeah, this is scraping all the I, icing off of your cookie cake and then throwing the cookie cake away and just eating the spoonful of icing. It's so don't sick. The, don't eat the healthy cookie, and I love it icing. so much. Yeah, it's a poster. I love it too. I it is though. I think it's a rent for me, and I think it is because it didn't ever have to be flawless. I don't even think Raid is flawless, which I bought. Um, I think Fury Road might be. We don't have to keep. Talking yeah, about yeah, yeah. No. But yeah. I, it's like <laughs> uh, there fun. was just too much uh, of the wrong kind of fluff for an action sure. movie. There was just too much of also trying this. I think he discovered, Gareth Evans was like, wow, I'm great at this. And then he was like, let's try. I've always had these four ideas. I want to try them all now. I was like, and it added 45 minutes. I don't think <laughs> we need it. Yeah, I think I think that, I think the time is certainly the difference between a buy and could be a buy the poster for sure. me. If we just... Cut out all the other stuff. Sure. I am brought back to our Top Gun Maverick episode, which was a Patreon episode. So if you don't pay us money monthly, please mute what I'm about to say. Yeah, this is not for free. You're not You're not allowed to hear this. Can't do it this. Uh, but we talked a lot about what makes a good action movie. And I think the thing that we came away with was like it, like the thing that we loved about Maverick and the thing that we were trying to identify is like this what makes a good elemental action movie is that it's simple. And that it's like the thing with, we talked about with Maverick was like, we want to accomplish this. And if we don't accomplish this, it's bad. And if we do accomplish this, it's good. And then that is a solid foundation for us to build all of our stunts and spectacle on top of. And I don't know that the Raid 2 has that solid of a foundation to quite earn the stunts and the spectacle that it pulls off with incredible skill. Sure. So I will be streaming the Raid 2. Wow. Okay. Uh, 
I just think, man, I think- it's the, the furthest we've been off on one in a long time. Yeah, I think yeah. the peaks are really, really, really high, but I think the valleys are really, really, really low. And it, to me, the action writes a check that the script can't cash. I think, and, and I say this fully, like, you're welcome to think whatever you want about He's about to movie. poop on you right now. Well, he is. all He's I was going to say is- COVID. No, <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think you watched it right. Like, I think, and by that, all I mean is like, I did, I put it on my AirPods and I played, put my, just listened to my while phone you worked. and I just walked away. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> to me, and it's fine. Like, I don't think this type of movie is for everybody a hundred percent. Like, I totally understand. There's a lot of people that will not love this. I was never a, a WWE guy. Like I never got into it. This feels like it appeals to the part of my soul that WWE would have appealed to, which is just yeah. like, give me enough reason to care about somebody so that when the knife swings, I'm scared for them. You know what I mean? Like, just, yeah. just give sure. me a little bit. That's all I want. And I think- this movie is this movie is a Cirque du Soleil show. They give you little tidbits of like pretty music and something cool is happening, and there's clearly like a special. The one I saw, um, Ka, involved like being like this person's special. There's no words, right? It's just this person's clearly special. We're revering this person, and then when they almost fall off this huge tower, you're like, <gasps> and you're gasping because it's about the spectacle. They just give you little tidbits and totally agree they're too drawn out and too long but for me this movie is just a vehicle for the sickest action just pure like fighting maybe not, let's not say action because yeah. obviously mad max is its own special category and are but like the sickest hand-to-hand martial arts combat that i've yeah, ever absolutely. seen in a film and i'm just so enamored with that fighting this is never a movie that if somebody was like i just want to watch a good movie i wouldn't be like the raids but if yeah, somebody was yeah. like i'm not surprised Let's fight. Yeah, I'm not surprised you feel this sure. way. I think I think it. One of the things I love about you, Jordan, is like, yeah, let's do that for our clothes. Well, you don't, you don't. I don't think there's anything about you that runs away. I don't think anyone involved in any fight scene in this movie ever thinks they took too much and they got to get out. Sure, nobody does this. If they do, it's so that they can stay alive to kill five more of you. It's like, right. it's never a. We have way more citizens, right? They get out of the train car, they get out of the club, yeah. and stuff like that. But it is just absolutely walking into the confrontation. Like when he walks into uh, Ucho killing his father mm. and he decides to fight everybody in that room. Yeah. That's the most Jordan thing in the world. <laughs> it's not like you come in, you're like, oh crap, he shot him. Man, S hit the, S hit the roof ceiling here on the ceiling fan. Sure. I'm out. S hit the F, dude. You S, know what I mean? S hit the F, man. I'm out. It's like, no, it's like, oh crap, I better, Guess I better fight kill now. him. That's funny. <laughs> I hadn't thought about it like that. That's very funny. Yeah, I think our Venn, uh, the three of us, our Venn diagrams of the movies that we love are like, it's almost just a circle. Like we almost have 100% overlap between the three of us. Sure. But I think there are these little crescent moons on the outside of every circle. Uh, and I absolutely, I think I could have predicted when we push, when I push play that like, this is a movie Jordan is 100% in on. And I think it took me the watch to find out maybe this is in Jordan's crescent moon on the outside, at least for me. Me and him maybe don't intersect on this one so much. I also am a legitimately, and I'm not just saying this, I legitimately believe, this is why I was so desperately trying to watch it with you, 100% believe that if you had a Sherpa for this movie, you would be riding, not maybe not by the poster, but like so much higher on this movie. If someone was watching with you that you could have sent like, non-verbally 
just high five and be like, yeah, like about every cool thing, you know? Maybe that's why we like Fast and Furious so much. I think it 100%. Because the ones that we watched together were like, yeah, this is cool, right? You like it, right? <laughs> I guess I like, we like it, right? It's pretty we stupid, like this. right? <laughs> one night, one day when the lion lays down with the mm-hmm. lamb. Yeah. We'll watch Raid 2 all together. Ooh, that would be very fun, Then actually. we'll all together watch Pride and Prejudice. Dude, what a doubleheader of a day. <laughs> Maybe we as should start with Pride and Prejudice. We need this shirt, but I only brought that up because that's how I felt about that sure. for you. As long as I Fifth needed, Element's not in there, I needed there, I'm to okay. be there. Except mine has a charcuterie and yours has Baja Blast. <laughs> Mine's just like... <laughs> Mine's like, no, 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 soak it in, soak it in, soak it in. Cry it out, cry it out. Cry People it out. show up at, at your watch parties. <laughs> welcome in. Welcome yeah. in, come in. Space on the couch for you. And mine, the door's already open when you show up. I'm just like, come on, get in here. <laughs> yeah, man. You missed it. I started it. You're, it's 15 minutes in. You didn't miss nothing. They're wrestling. <laughs> you didn't. They're wrestling in the mud. They're wrestling in the mud. <laughs> Mama, you better get out of here. They're wrestling in the mud. <laughs> Somebody stop them. Oh, that's very funny. Baja Blast. That's very good. Next week, we're talking about Ip Man Very Pumped. Very pumped. Never seen it. Never seen it. Ip Man colon Very Pumped. Never seen the it. movie. Um, but the raid has me- I haven't seen it. Raid has me no. riding high on a martial arts high, so I'm excited. Did I recommend this? Yes. Have you seen it? Yes. Yeah, you recommended this. Wow. Is wow. this a surprise to you? No. I mean, yes. To end today's episode, let's uh, say our name and what movie Carter thought he suggested for this series. <laughs> for Two Chunks and a Hunk, my name is Jordan Wonders, Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> I think I'm, well, I know I'm Doge, but I think that what <laughs> <Dude>. Carter said, <laughs> I think that what Carter said was like, we should watch It, man. And we're like, um, and then, you know, he was talking about the clown one because it's got yeah. such good action and fighting in it. I'm Carter and I was coughing when I was trying to tell you about the Hitman's bodyguard. Oh, <laughs> okay. Mm. It's it man, and then just that makes like sense. Face was sort of you cut out probably while you were talking. No, no, no. Yeah. no. I have. I am. I am excited. I know. I have seen this, and I know that you will like it. I might have seen this the same day I saw Raid for the first time. Well, that's a big day because I was just on yeah. it. I was like, "What are all of these?" I was in this mood. I was like, "What are all these kinds of movies that I am not hit yet?" What have I missed? That's funny. This is yeah. Mm. Y'all are gonna love. I think you'll like it. I think you're gonna like the way you look. <laughs> I guarantee probably. I think I, think I guarantee. I, I think pro- I guarantee. I, I think I probably guarantee it. <laughs> There's prob- a band. You're gonna like the way you feel about the movie. Probably. <laughs> <laughs>for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan 
planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.